This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So I would actually like to have a short-term CR only to make our argument stronger. Because, Maria, if we shut down, all of government shuts it down, investigation and everything else, it hurts the American public. But if we're able to pass our appropriation bills, we're in a stronger position to remove those, those Pelosi policies that are locked into law right now, the wokeism, yeah. the, the overspending, the non-security of this border. We want to secure the border, make us energy independent, make our streets safer, and let our parents have a say in their kids' education. What corrupt activities did you suspect they were engaged in? It will take half a day for me to discuss every single count, but uh, I can say that Burisma illegally produced, sold, and utilized gas. Flochevsky, the founder of Burisma, uh, recently made a plea deal with the prosecution in a case where he was accused of giving a $6 million bribe, which is the kind of money that you don't just give away if um, you're not really engaging in anything illegal. So his uh, plea deal was to cover up a $6 million bribe that he, that he gave earlier. Do you believe that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden got bribes? I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that, yes, this was the case. They were being bribed. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in uh, U.S. Uh, money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? One thing you did tell me, and this is what you said last time you were here with me, you said that it's, mm -hmm. you know, forget 20 million, it's 50 million. And this is based oh, yeah. on you know, oh, documents yeah. that you've seen that, that we have not seen yet. So can you, is it still 50 million? Mm -hmm. Is it more now? I mean, oh, what, it's, what do it's you know? It's staggeringly high. It's definitely, it's definitely more than 50 million. It's staggeringly high. I'm not allowed to share the confidential information in the suspicious activity report sitting at the treasury right now, but the amount of money we are talking about is staggering. And the fact that mainstream media has just ignored this, swept this under the rug and said, all of this is normal. This is probably the most corrupt president in U.S. history. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, I come from a very purple district, but the double standard here is very obvious. There's a two, two different standards of justice in this country. And, you know, Joe Biden ought to probably have a mugshot when this thing is said and done. And I want the American people to see all the evidence that we have. Aid and comfort them cannot hold office again. You were not only an impeachment manager in uh, in the January 6th impeachment of Donald Trump. You are a constitutional scholar. So do you agree with Asa Hutchinson on this? 
Well, absolutely. And we've been saying all along that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment presents a clear and unequivocal statement that uh, anyone who has sworn an oath of office, and by the way, not just a president, but members of Congress and uh, others who hold federal office, um, who engage in insurrection or rebellion, having sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic, can never serve again in federal or state office. And this was added after the Civil War as a general constitutional principle, um, and we have to abide by it. Uh, Donald Trump was was impeached by the House of Representatives for inciting an insurrection against the Union, and then 57 of 100 senators determined as uh, a constitutional fact that Donald Trump had incited an insurrection. Um, so I think you've got robust, bicameral, bipartisan majorities that have already established this as a fact. And I agree with the conservative Federalist Society law professors who are out there saying, as well as Mr. Hutchinson, that Donald Trump is disqualified just as if he were running uh, and not a born U.S. citizen or if he were running and he were 24 years old. Three questions, Sean. Did you coordinate with the Biden administration, the same administration who's indicted their general election opponent in D.C. and Miami already? Did you coordinate with them? Did you work with Jack Smith? Same, uh, same look at the same witnesses. What did any coordination there? And did you use federal funds as part of this investigation? We asked these same questions of Alvin Bragg a few months ago, and he, in fact, did use American tax dollars to go after President Trump in Manhattan. And oh, by the way, Alvin Bragg sued us when we subpoenaed one of those prosecutors up there in Manhattan. He sued us. We went to court and the court, court ruled for us. So we're going to be just as aggressive here. We're going to do it within the Constitution, but we are going to do our duty to get the answers the American people deserve for this ridiculous indictment that's taken place in Georgia. Because you notice I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. And the top focus will be on at this hour. The political conundrum continues to unfold in the United States of America. As the election year inches closer, Trump's indictment, a key point that Democrats could have banked upon, may turn out to be a plank for the former U.S. president. Media reports reveal that the White House Counsel's Office met with the top aide to special counsel Jack Smith. This was just weeks before Smith brought charges against Donald Trump for mishandling the classified documents. This has raised some eyebrows. According to the White House, the visitor logs Jay Bratt, who joined the special counsel team in November 2022, held a meeting in the White House on March 31st this year with Carolina Saba, who is the deputy chief of staff for the White House Counsel's Office. An FBI agent, Daniel Ray, also joined the meeting. And nine weeks later, Trump was indicted by Smith's office in June 8, 2023. You see, this was not a lone meeting. Prior to this one, Brad also met with Saba at the White House in November 2021. This was the time when Trump was caught in negotiations with the National Archives, who were demanding presidential records from his Mar-a-Lago estate. This was before a formal probe had started. Another meeting was also held in the White House in September 2021. This was with Catherine Relay, an advisor to the White House Chief of Staff's office. As of now, one does not know what was discussed in these meetings which we've just stated. You see, 
Brat is a long-time Department of Justice hand, Yasmin serving in the National Security Division since October 2018. This election focuses on probing and prosecuting cases affecting the national security and also the foreign relations of the United States of okay. America. Experts let me, say uh, that Brat's let me have to keep that clip. Keep that clip up. Monday, uh, 28 August, year of Lord 2023. It sh hopefully it's not lost on anybody in this audience that we have to go to India. To the, It's a fabulous TV network over there, WION, uh, to get really the, um, the best and most focused analysis of uh, the situation about the Biden White House knowing about uh, and actually having meetings with the special counsel and people around the special counsel prior to the, uh, the phony uh, indictment. For the Records Act, Mike Davis is going to be here. So, so much going on. There, we gave you a taste of it of um, what's going on the legal side. Fonnie Willis is going to be in federal court today to defend her, to start to defend her this ridiculous RICO lawsuit. Also, Jack Smith's, you know, up to his neck in this thing now. Uh, we're going to Mike Davis come and break it all down. You got Jamie Raskin's people. We told you they're pushing this Fourteenth Amendment, and I actually think Jack Smith is going to bring another charge of uh, what the conspiracy for insurrection or whatever that bogus charge is to try to keep Trump off the ballot in California and other places. We'll get all that with Mike Davis. The um, signal, not the noise. McCarthy thinks you're a moron. So here's what he's dangling now. This is a guy that didn't support an impeachment inquiry before the recess. We know that from Don Bacon, the congressman in Nebraska, saying that, saying the last congressman, uh, uh, McCarthy didn't support it, needed more evidence. You've got now you've got Shokin giving an interview on, with Kilmeade on Saturday night. You've got Nancy May saying she's seen more than $50 million of bank transfers. You've got plenty of evidence. But McCarthy, because the members went home, the members went home for August recess, and we've heard field reports from all over that you're lighting them up, that constituents are going, and particularly the red, uh, the red district congressman that voted for the uh the biden uh the biden uh debt deal they're lighting them up and say what are you guys doing this thing has to be shut you have to force biden to shut down this government unless you get the real cuts you want and take out the weaponization at the same time they're saying what is going on with impeachment you don't even need impeachment inquiry just go right to impeachment trump's saying the same thing so mccarthy goes on maria bartiroma Saturday morning, I'll play that clip multiple times during the day, and he runs it up the flagpole and see who salutes. And that is, well, you can't, I really can't shut down the government. I need a CR that maybe goes to March of next year. That's what he wants. I need a CR that goes through the holidays into March. Because if we do it, then you're going to shut down all the impeachment inquiry. See, see what he's trying to do? He's trying to hold out the shiny toy. Hey, forget the impeachment inquiry. Go right to impeachment and we're in force Biden to shut down his own government. You need massive cuts that you promised to appropriations that are not going to happen. There's not going to be a CR. And McCarthy, we're putting you on notice. If you need Hakeem Jeffries, you're going to have immediate motion to vacate. And there are plenty of alternatives now. They've always looked for you had to have a bit away. Right. That's a Wall Street term. Said, hey, I got to have another option here. There's a couple of other options out there to replace you as speaker. So, no, you know, it, it's so insulting so insulting how dumb you think uh, your constituents are to buy that. Well, we really got to keep we can't shut down the government because all these good things we have to do. And, you know, we're going to have the impeachment inquiry. And if you shut down, the no, 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 no. There are plenty of research and go on impeachment uh, at midnight on the 30th. There's not going to be a CR. 
You're not going to continue this game. You're not going to bury this country in exorbitant debt at these prices and that you've lied about everything. Everybody, by the way, Tom Massey, MTG, where's all your appropriations? Have your big cuts on appropriations all going to get in. Where is it? Where are the cuts? Where's the appropriation? You've got nothing. Okay, so this you're going to force Biden to shut this government down at midnight on the 30th. And yes, people are going to vote and come back and say, we want an impeachment. And you're not going to hold you're not going to hold out one for the other. By the way, motion to vacate. And there's a couple of alternatives. And I think there's a couple of alternatives that President Trump would support, which means death now to McCarthy. We've had it with your wimp nature. Mike Lindell, you've got big breaking news. Normally, we're not here to give shout outs to the RNC, but I guess you've been able to get them off the dime and get some work done. Tell me what this announcement is. Yeah, it's it's so big. I've uh, we've been since last January. You know, everyone knows when I ran for RNC and uh, didn't win because yeah. But I got to know the 168, and they had a lot of them were doing great things, getting together a uh, resolution that would encourage paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, precinct level, and uh, signature required. Well, they passed it Friday, and it is awesome. Um, I, uh, I can tell a couple things on here. Uh, it goes through the front, the front of it. It says, uh, whereas the grassroots activists of the Republican Party have discovered and made it abundantly clear that they are recognized problems with electronic voting machines and procedures and intentional, intentional complications of systems that become complicated, belabor and slow down our election process. Then the next, it goes through the problems. Experts agree that the most resilient voting systems are paper ballots either marked by hand or with an assistant device and are verified by the voter by any means of tabulation. Then, Steve, it goes down to, um, we've got all these, it goes that resolve that the National Committee will namely handmark a voter verified paper ballots to ensure every voter is memorialized by a paper record. Then we have uh, support the rights of counties and states that are willing and able to completely or co- completely and efficiently implement voting procedures that do not require the use of machines and those that implement implement hand counted procedures that are fully audible. That one's very important to me because we went around everybody to all the counties to get rid of these electronic uh, voting machines and we were getting pushback. We get pushback all the time. I've got a perfect example in uh, in Arkansas. And uh, and I want to bring this one up if I can. I tell you what, I tell you what, Mike, 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 hang on one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Mike Lindell's going to join us on the side. We're going to break down all the legal fights about law for today with the Mike Davis. And has, uh, as Jack Smith crushed his own case in Florida, we got Jim Hoft. What's happening in Michigan and Georgia? All next in the war room. As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your 
tax-sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. That's Bannon, 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. By the way, we don't have time to play it. Maybe I'll play later t- in the show later today. But there's a clip of uh, of Kemp at a uh, at a uh, at a get together where he's being confronted by some voter integrity guys. And I think they made the voter integrity people t- t- change their shirts because it's too offensive to the establishment down there. But Kemp says that any and he was secretary of state for eight years. He says that any machine can be hacked. I think that's what's on the tape. Mike, why is this a big deal? <clears throat> I know you've worked up with the RNC to do this, but we're you know, 14 months away or 15 months away from election that we must win. To, to, why, why is this? And I understand you've been working like a Trojan to get this done, but tell the audience, just summarize it succinctly. Right. Why is right. this important? Okay, with this resolution passed, it's now with the RNC what they want, which Republicans, we've been getting more pushback by Republicans in everything we're trying to do than all the Democrats put together. It's ridiculous. You go into a county, you try and get something done, and a a Republican goes, well, we don't want that. We don't want that. This resolution says what the Republican Party wants. We want paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, precinct level, signature required. Uh, And uh, this is a beautiful resolution. What it's going to do, Steve, and I'll give you an example. In Arkansas, a county there, Cleborne County last year, went went to paper ballots, hand counted, and a guy named Kim Hammer, this uh, this senator there, quick went in and passed a bill in Arkansas. If you go to paper ballots, we're going to defund your county. It didn't make any sense. Now they're doing the same thing in Arkansas. They have barcodes on their ballots. This is a big thing, everybody, that's coming up on September 21st at 9.30 a.m. in Little Rock. They're, they're, all these things were done illegally in Arkansas with these ballots, and they're leading the charge to be able to go to paper ballots hand-counted, but this barcode made them all, I believe, illegal. So once again, this Kim Hammer, a Republican, is fighting this. Now, Steve, with this resolution, we can go in there and say any Republicans that fight that don't want to secure our elections, you, you look at them and go, what are you, part of the Uniparty? Are you a rhino? Are you a Democrat? What are you? And they're going to stand out like sore thumbs. We are tired with the plan I have, the plan I have with uh, uh, that we announced at the summit a week ago. This works perfect together where we're out there in, trying to secure our elections in every county in the United States. And we're going to be policing them. Now we have the tools to, so they can't push back on us anymore. Very important. Okay, perfect. Is this up on your site? Where do people, we'll put it up on yeah. War Room. Where do people go to get information yeah, about this? And particularly how they take it, how they take it down, how they take it down to their precinct level and how they take it down to their county election level. 
Right. Right now, we put it on LindellOffenseFund.org, everybody. It's up there right now. I put all the information up there this morning. And uh, you go there, LindellOffenseFund.com or .org. I put everything's there, the plan, the RNC, everything's there. And you can go through it all. It's amazing. One of the best news that we've had in a long time, Steve. Okay, so now officially we have the RNC on board for paper ballots, game day vote, all that. Uh, Mike, real quickly, uh, the company, they're trying to put you out of business. People have to understand they're hitting people from everybody. We're going to have Rudy on here, Lady Carrie Lake. They're coming after everybody. They're particularly trying to shut down the employee-owned company, uh, MyPillow. Tell Tell me about what are you guys doing to combat that? Well, and this just happened over the weekend, uh, or actually last week, where we were getting money for, I was personally, and the bank stopped it on the guy, that we were where we were getting it, because it, they deemed it political. And this is for my company, for my pillow. And Steve, what we're combating it with, we have all of our towels that are in, they're back in stock, and we're doing a 50% off sale for these six-pack sets. Use promo code WARROOM. All these colors are in. We've been without them for about a month and a half. And it's the biggest savings on us that you're ever going to get on it. They, uh, right now on a uh, six-piece towel set, you get two washcloths, two hand towels, and two of the bigger towels. And we've got... All everything else are on sale too. If you go to mypillow.com, go to the Square War Room, everybody. You guys have helped us out so much. We put all these specials there. We have over 200 products, bathrobes. We have everything for the bathroom, everything for the bed, of course. We've got our sheets on sale. We've got our Percale sheets on sale that we're closing out that line. We just started those today too, closing out that line. You can get queen size for $35, king size for I think 39, and uh, twin size $25. This is a full set of sheets. We're doing uh, um, all these sizes and all these colors that just came in, but we're closing out that line to make room for the MyPillow 2.0 that's been so successful. This is how we've been fighting back is uh, is uh, creating new products and new specials so we can get uh, my employees doing what they love doing, and that's making products, making these MyPillow 2.0s. Uh, those are on sale too, as everybody knows, 50% off. And uh, so we're running, we're passing the savings onto, onto you guys out there. And it's working, and it's keeping us keeping us going. We're an employee-owned company. I just am the biggest shareholder. We have families, grandchildren, children, all my employees. They have to sit and worry every day because he's attacked. The one last week was disgusting that they stopped another person's bank from giving us money because the big bank held it back and said it was political. Because why? Because I want to have secure elections in our country. All people want that. When I talk to people, it doesn't matter if they're Democrat or Republican, a liberal or conservative. I talk to them. Everybody wants an election, not a selection. So we're doing everything we can, Steve. And your audience has been great. Uh, promo code War Room. Thanks. You guys go to MyPillow.com. Go down to, you see the square, use that yep. promo code War Room. And I want to say one last thing, too. I have mystore.com. You can also use promo code WARROOM there, everybody. That helps entrepreneurs that are hurting right now because of the economy, because this administration is ruining our country. And these guys all need help, too. Great Christmas gifts. I know it's early, but you know what? You're never going to get stuff at these prices right now because we're, we're, we don't have the box stores. So we're passing it right on to you. The RNC has now officially gotten on board Mike Lindell with this resolution now about paper ballots, game day vote, no machines. 
This is big. Mike's going to drive this. Mike Lindell, thank you very much. We'll let you go back to work to save the company, brother. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. I took. A totally selfless individual right there. Puts everything on the line. I'm telling you, he's taking some real incoming, some real shots. i got a couple of minutes here. Uh, we're going to leave you today. We're going to reprise Johnny Cash, Promised Land, in a moment. I want to get in Mike Davis. Mike's going to stick with me for a few minutes. Mike, uh, let's start off. We had to go to Indian television, Indian national TV, to get a succinct summary of, uh, of Jack Smith. Why is this a bombshell about this situation with Jack Smith and the White House, sir? Well, uh, what his communications with these White House staffers are highly inappropriate, and they violate longstanding policies and procedures within the Justice Department, including Biden Attorney General Merrick Garland's own memo on July 21st, 2021, where uh, it makes it very clear that Justice Department officials, when they are uh, communicating with the White House have to go through the attorney general or the deputy attorney general. And those communications, initial communications, have to go through the White House counsel or the deputy White House counsel. And the whole point of that is to insulate the Justice Department, particularly these criminal investigations, from undue political influence. And that seems like that's exactly what's going on here. Remember, it was Jay Bratt who is working with these officials in the Biden White House uh, be before the raid uh, against President Trump, and then after the raid against President Trump, before they bring the indictment, Jay Bratt is a senior. Uh, he, he he's essentially a head of the counterintelligence section within the Justice Department. He's a, a career, uh, uh, you know, he's a career Justice Department official, but he was appointed by Democrat administrations into the to these top career jobs, the administrative state jobs, and it's just. There, there, there needs to be an explanation from Merrick Garland and Jay Bratt and Jack Smith for why he was coordinating. Why was Jay Bratt coordinating with the Biden White House before they went after Trump? And it's very obvious to anyone with a brain what's going on here. It's obvious that this Mar-a-Lago raid, which was greenlighted by President Biden through his deputy White House counsel, Jonathan Sue, is a political hit against President Trump. Mike, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I want to I want to go back. You're the first one who really added the timeline here about the New York Times article and about telling Merrick Garland uh, the Biden White House was not happy and they wanted to prosecute. So I just want to go put this in the time frame because Biden has been adamant. He's come to the mic many times, said, hey, I haven't done anything. My White House hasn't been in touch with these guys. We have not forced this, et cetera. This is an explosive, explosive revelation about what's really going on. Also, the 14th Amendment. And then Fonnie Willis is in court today. Jack Smith's in court today. All of it. President Trump, we're going on offense here in the war room. Johnny Cash, promised land. We'll be right back. And cast a wishful light to Canaan's fair and happy land where my possessions lie. I am bound for the promised land. I'm bound for the promised land. And go with me, I am bound for the promised land. O'er all those wide extended plains shines one eternal day. There God the sun forever. 
rains and scatters night away. I am bound for the promised land. I'm bound for the promised land. Oh, who will come and go with me? I am bound for the promised land. When shall I reach that happy place and be forever blessed? When shall I see my Father's face and in His bosom rest? I am bound for the promised land. I'm bound for the promised land. Do you ever get the feeling that something bad is about to happen soon? Well, I do. And between the distractions and the shiny toys and the smoke screens put up in the media, you probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. And by right away, I mean now. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 200 bucks on your three-month emergency food kit for My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meal offerings, over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. Stock up before the panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships fast. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Immerse yourself in information. Do it today and do it with the leader, My Patriot Supply. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. As we've committed to you, we're not going to get wrapped up in all this nonsense on the lawfare, but we've got to talk to you strategically about what's happening because it is one big effort that they understand now. They can't beat Trump at the ballot box, even with everything they're doing. In fact, I think there's a poll John Frederick pointed out to me. African-Americans, which I think Trump won eight or nine percent in 2020. I think the poll showing like something like 15 or 20 percent are leaning his way now because particularly about all this lawfare stuff. So they understand more and more. You got Newsom running around. He wants to have a debate with DeSantis. Uh, New Hampshire poll, I just posted on Getter, Bobby Kennedy at 31%. <laughs> People are going to vote in the Democratic primary up in New Hampshire that, that Biden's kind of kind of written off. Uh, so they're under siege, and the warfare is doubling down. Uh, so I want to go back through this meeting at the White House with the Jack Smith and Mar-a-Lago. You got Jack Smith and them are in court today in D.C. to talk about the scheduling of the trial, the J6 trial. You've got uh, you've got Fannie Willis. I mean, here they're trying to suck up because remember, remember the concept of opportunity cost. Something just doesn't cost you what you have to pay for it. The time you have to sink in, it's the opportunity of what you don't do, what you can't do with your resources, you can't do with your focus. They're trying to get Trump on every area to tie his team up, to tie him up, to have all the fundraising go there, to suck out all the resources and particularly the time to think and the time to act. And so that's why we're trying to break it all down and, and make sure this thing is exposed for the for the absolute what it is election interference. You have an elite in this country and a donor base in this country that backs the elite, their paymasters that want to 
crush and destroy Trump, put him in jail for 700 years and destroy this movement. That is their number one priority. And they will def- they'll break any law. They will use any means necessary to do that. They, they have no bounds of decency and no bounds of, about the rule of law or any respect to the customs and traditions of our great republic. Mike Davis, this guy, Brad, he's a piece of work, right? He's over the White House, and they're plotting and scheming with the White House counsel's office, laying exactly what they're going to do. This, this led to the whole thing with the National Archives, the New York Times, when they put the shot across Merrick Garland's bow. You know, you know uh, anonymous sources tell us that Biden is very upset, that he's acting like a ponderous judge and not like a Elliot Ness, uh, Rudy Giuliani prosecutor, all of it. But before I go to these other topics, Brad, this guy's a piece of work, right? He, he, he's, he's broken the bounds of customs and tradition before in going after the Trump movement, sir. Yeah, I mean, we know of two very clear ethical violations by this Jay Brad. Number one, he had these highly inappropriate communications with the Biden White House before and after the Mar-a-Lago raid. Uh, he had communications that he's not allowed to have under longstanding Justice Department uh, rules, and procedures, including a July 21st, 2021 memo from Biden Attorney General Merrick Garland. So he has a lot of explaining to do. And I think that House Republicans, particularly Jim Jordan on the House Judiciary Committee, should haul him in and ask him about these inappropriate political communications with the Biden uh, White House. Number two, Jay Bratt stands very credibly accused of serious Misconduct. Walt Nada is one of President Trump's co-defendants in the documents case. And Stanley Woodward it was applying for a D.C. federal judgeship in the D.C. federal courts. And this Jay Bratt raised this application with Stanley Woodward when they were talking about the criminal charges against Trump and Walt Nada. And Jay Bratt uh, essentially threatened Stanley Woodward and said that his, uh, his application for his judgeship is on the line, essentially, if Walt Nada does not turn against President Trump. Wow. I mean, that is, I don't know how that's not obstruction of justice. And again, House Republicans should haul in Jay Brad on this. And we need to have people filing motions. There's a motion pending in, uh, in D.C., but it's an Obama judge who wasn't going to do a damn thing about this. I think they need to renew this motion with Judge Cannon. They also should file a complaint with the Justice Department's Office of Professional Responsibility and maybe make a criminal referral here, too, because, again, how is this not obstruction of justice? You are threatening the attorney of a co-defendant. If you don't turn your client against President Trump, we're going to we're going to go after your application for a federal judgeship. Judgeship, you can't get more inappropriate than that. Now, Fonnie Willis has got to go into federal court today, and she's basically got to make the case of this kind of bizarro RICO charge because she doesn't have a crime. So she's got to pitch a conspiracy. Uh, but she's essentially got to lay out her case to the, to the judge, correct? Because they're going to make a decision on Meadows and other people, whether they shift it to federal court and then talk about the immunity clause. Yeah, I mean, under federal law, you can't charge federal officials with state crimes in state court based upon their official federal their federal duties. And that's the whole point of the removal statute, that when the White House chief of staff is setting up phone calls for the president, and you're trying to say that that's somehow a, a, a part of a, a RICO conspiracy, um, that, that, that can get that case removed to federal court. And then what I presume President Trump will do here is file a motion to dismiss both the January 6th indictments, both 
with Fannie Willis down in Fulton County, Georgia, along with Jack Smith in D.C. under two legal theories. Number one, uh, uh, the motion to dismiss because President Trump had presidential immunity. If he's if he's ordering his vice president, for example, to not certify the election, he's clearly doing that as the president of the United States because a a private citizen cannot do that. The pri private citizen doesn't have the power to order the vice president to do anything. So he's clearly acting within his presidential powers or at, at, at a minimum at the outer perimeter of his presidential powers, which is the Supreme Court case law. And so you can file a motion to dismiss that this is covered by presidential immunity. Alternatively, if this is in his personal capacity, this is this is speech and conduct protected by the First Amendment. It is not a crime to object to presidential elections. It's allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. It is not a crime to twist political arms. That is allowed by the First Amendment. It's not a crime to redress government. That's allowed by the First Amendment. I mean, if it were a crime to do these things, Democrats would be in prison for objecting to Republican presidential wins in 1968, 2000, 2004, and 2016. Uh, if it's a crime to be boorish, uh, just about every politician in America would be in prison. So this is these are silly legal theories, and the racketeering is particularly dumb by a particularly dumb Democrat prosecutor named Fannie Willis. And the advantage of doing this presidential immunity motion to dismiss is it it is immediately appealable uh, all the way up through uh, the, the legal system, including to the Supreme Court of the United States. They they have discretion on the cases that they take, but I don't know how the Supreme Court would not take yeah. a case with this uh, of, of this magnitude. Yeah, I don't think that they I don't think that uh, you'll see that um, a funny Willis will never be. Uh, uh, they will never think she's Louis Brandeis. Uh, they're also talking about the scheduling today in D.C. about the trial even if this thing was to go forward, there's no way this trial could come together on the J6 part of it until 25 or after the election. Well, it sounds like Judge Tanya Shutkin, who is an Obama judge, her husband's also an Obama Obama judge. I don't I can't think of another time in history where a married couple was appointed to the federal bench by the same president of the United States. That just shows you how tight they are with the Obamas. I mean, maybe it's because Tanya Shudkin comes from a long line of Marxist. Her maternal grandfather was a Jamaican revolutionary. So, you know, Obama picked the right judge for this case. Uh, you know, there, there, we've said this before. There's no chance that President Trump is going to get a fair trial in Washington, D.C. You have this Obama judge who's radical. She has been the harshest sentencer of these January 6th def defendants. She she puts them in prison even when the Biden Justice Department does not ask for prison time. And they're, they're throwing the book at everyone. So if the Biden Justice Department doesn't think a de January 6th defendant deserves yeah. prison time and Judge Tanya Shutkin puts them in jail anyway, that just shows you what a radical is. While she defends these yeah. BLM protesters who are a hell of a lot more violent and destructive than January 6th, uh, defendants were, uh, you know, it's just, it's unreal, but they're going to, they're going to have this trial during the presidential election, right? Unless they can get this, this January 6th trial stayed pending appeal, which they might be able to do with this presidential immunity. That's the goal is to interfere in the presidential election. They impeached president Trump twice. That didn't take him out politically. They've indicted him four times and now, now they've turned him into Tupac and now they're terrified he's going to win. <laughs> 
Tupac Trump. By the way, announcement, breaking news. On September 6th, President Trump and his co-defense are going to be arraigned. It's a split process in Georgia. They're going to be arraigned on the 6th. We'll get more details about that. I think President Trump may even be doing that electronically, but we'll get more details on that. Last thing. Uh, so understanding you've got these bizarre cases that really don't ha- hold up. Uh, Jamie Raskin, I knew this was going to happen. As soon as the Federalist guys uh, wrote it, we had Dershowitz up here saying it's all nonsense. Uh, the 14th Amendment uh, doesn't pertain to Trump at all. But the drumbeat now is that, and you see in California, they're talking about the legislature coming together, removing from the ballot. This is their 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 last gasp here is going to be this 14th Amendment. Uh, and But you've got a theory, and I know Julie Kelly does too, that uh, that Jack Smith could come back and it was it a, a insur- conspiracy for insurrection or something that he could throw that in and try to get some traction on this 14th Amendment or at least cloud people's minds up with that. Can you give us just your, your thoughts on Julie Kelly's? I think she's been doing such a great job about this. Yeah, Julie Kelly's been fantastic and she's been warning us for many, 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 many months that they're going to do a seditious conspiracy superseding indictment against Trump to try to disqualify him under the disqualification clause of the 14th Amendment, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. These are the Civil War Amendments, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, and they were passed to ensure due process and equality for freed slaves and and all Americans, really. But the reason we have the disqualification clause, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, is because after the Lincoln assassination, after the Civil War, uh, these Confederate uh, sympathizers were kept getting elected to Congress and other offices, and so they had this this disqualification clause that if you uh, if you uh, you know if you took up arms against the United States, if you try to overthrow the United States through the Civil War, you are disqualified from holding office. And this has been dormant largely for you know since the Civil War, since this era. And now the Democrats are trying to use this bogus legal theory to say that okay, we tried to impeach. Trump twice. We've indicted him four times. We've actually made him popular. And oh, crap, there's actually a really good chance now that the American people may decide to put President Trump back in the White House. Again, President Tupac. And so now what they're going to do is this Hail Mary, where they're going to try to have these, these, you know, these Democrat and even some Republicans. There's apparently the Republican Secretary of State up in New Hampshire uh, is trying to say that they're just going to take President Trump off the ballot in these states. Like somehow that's not that that's not going to anger the American people and lead to disastrous consequences. They they just want to they they want party insiders, both uh, uniparty insiders, to decide the next election, not the American people. And that's that is simply not going to fly. And I imagine you're going to see that President Trump with a uh, beefed up legal team. Uh, or I, I think we're going to start seeing President Trump on offense starting this week on all of these issues, whether it's presidential immunity, whether this, it's this disqualification clause under the 14th Amendment. We're going on offense uh, and we're I think we're going to take off the gloves legally and politically and start punching back legally and politically. Mike Davis, how to people? I want people to get to your social media and to your site because things are heating up. And Mike Davis is always a good early uh, early search radar, as I say. So, where do people go, sir? 
Yeah, we've been on this for the last year, Steve, and everything we've discussed has come to fruition. So you can donate at article3project.org, article3project.org. We are gearing up now for this fight. We're not going away. At article3project, at article3project, and my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Thanks for doing this. Rearranging your schedule. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back in the warm in just a moment. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. There's so much going on. The impeachment trial in Texas, uh, the uh, the riot in Manhattan over the illegal aliens. We're going to do that all this afternoon. Darren Beatty's going to join us. A lot of stuff going on in capital markets. A lot of stuff going on with China. We're going to do all that this afternoon. Uh, Andrew Clyde, Congressman Clyde's going to join us next hour. Rudy Giuliani on the Shokin thing. So there's a lot going on. President Trump, Mike Davis gave you a heads up. There's a pivot to go on offense, and that is going to happen in the next, I don't know, 48 hours, 72 hours. So stand by and strap in. We have to make sure that you don't have an extra burden on you. HomeTitleLock.com. Go there right now. Immerse yourself in information. Don't let one of these cyber criminals, Bloomberg, hey, the other day, cybercrime is up like 30%. Don't let a cyber criminal get in and get your title to your home. Go to a hard money lender. Take out a big loan, $200,000. Second, high interest rates, record high interest rates, or record high interest rates for the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And, um, and, make, and then all of a sudden you're financially crippled, and you've got to spend time with lawyers and all that. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Check that out. Also, Birch Gold, everybody go to Birch Gold right now. We need you fluent in everything to deal with the end of the dollar empire. This whole process of the budget and everything is going to come down to our currency, the Federal Reserve. We're going to take a hard stand. I've been dealing with people in the House for the last 10 days. They're not going to buckle. They are absolutely furious with what McCarthy's trying to pull off. So just go to birchgold.com right now. Download. We got a pricey on 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 Durban on the de-dollarization. Plus, we have the whole um, end of the dollar empire in the U.S. dollar, and we've got another major installment, all free, coming out in September. I'm working on right now. Robert Bose, uh, tell me, Harrison Floyd. 
What's have we freed Harrison Floyd yet? Why is he still in? Why is he still in jail, sir? And what are the prospects here? He's still in lockup, Steve. Uh, and this is the jail where uh, the older Robert Kennedy uh, protested out in front of to have Martin Luther King released for the unjust uh, conviction and, uh, years ago. So Harrison Floyd is is def- still in jail today. He. Uh, he has two councils. But through the generosity, tremendous generosity of uh, the Give, Send, Go campaign, he's raised $275,000, and that's that's great. His wife, I spoke with his wife uh, this week uh, this weekend. She's overwhelmed. Uh, we got word through to Harrison and um, his, his council. Two new lawyers are down there today to enter an appearance for him, and then they will hopefully get, uh, get to a bond hearing to get him out of the uh, most dangerous jail in the country with 2,000 inmates and several deaths. So, um, okay, uh, Steve, we don't have time, to, we, but, but, but he should be in the next 24 or 48 hours, hopefully with a bond hearing and be able to get him out of that hell hole. They think they're going to set the bond hearing. And uh, by the way, great interview with, uh, with Mike Davis, my Trump administration colleague. And you, you know, with Jamie Raskin, what they're trying to do with the 14th amendment, they, the president Trump was acquitted by the Senate. Okay, he's already acquitted for insurrection, so there's no way they can. It's it's a bogus thing, but yeah, Harrison is. Um, no, this is just a this is just another this is just another thing they're going to try. This is all media. You see in New Hampshire, they're going to try to get some of these uh, state assemblies in these blue states to meet, like in California, and try to pass something game off the ballot. Trust me, audience. Hunker down because there's going to be a fight. It's totally bogus, like everything, like the charges. I want to say something about Harrison Floyd. We're going to get into this and help the team up there present new information that's out there, other information you haven't heard that will blow your head up. And you will see that Harrison Floyd, a decent man trying to do his patriotic duty to defend the Constitution, is has been terrorized, essentially been terrorized by the law enforcement and justice system. Of 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 DOJ, the FBI, Fonnie Willis, all of it across the board. But we'll wait to the day to do that. Right now, Robert, where do people go to find you, get information, and continue to back uh, Harrison and let Harrison's wife know that we have his back one thousand percent? Where do people go? We'll do. And by the way, Harrison honorably served this country as a U.S. Marine. He's got shrapnel in his back and shoulder. He has committed no crimes. Uh, and by the way, he's also being. It's it's the state of Georgia against all these. It's going against President Trump and Harrison Harrison Floyd. It's not. It's it's Chris Carr and Brian Kemp have a role to play here. It's the state of Georgia bringing these bogus charges. So um, Amen. But yeah, thank you. Amen. Harrison Harrison has Amen. a give send go, and um, it, it has been well topped off. Very good, very generous. We'd actually like uh, we've got electorsfund.org to help. You know, David Schaefer, Jeff Clark, um, that they need the help now. Harrison's good. He's got enough to make bond and pay lawyers. We're so grateful for that. And I'll pass that on to his wife as well. Okay, perfect. Uh, A big fight, Dana. Thank you very much, Brother Bose. I'll be back on here. This she's got to go to court today and kind of lay out this Rico thing. You'll see how bogus this is. But they're going after patriots and heroes like Harrison Floyd, Schaefer. Jeff Clark, it's outrageous. We're not going to talk. We're punching back every second of every day. This is the great Hank Williams, his version of Promised Land. Or all wide extended plane shine on eternal day. There God the sun forever rains and sky. 
some red I am bound for the promised land I am bound for the promised land Oh, who will come and go with me I am bound for the promised land You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 